Hello everyone, welcome back to The Drop-In. I'm Tanya. And I'm Agatha. And today we're talking about friendship. So, let's drop in. Friendship. Me and Aggie are friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are. <laughs> we are, we are. We I could did say actually that. think like it would be nice to share our story as friends. Oh yeah, let's, let's do that. That's a nice starting yeah. point. Yeah. Um, Cause it has like evolved over time as mm, well. Totally. Um, we met going to a retreat. Yep. So, um, carpooling, I drove and it was like, from I the, hitched the lift <laughs> yeah, from the get go. It was like stressful. Cause like I was, <laughs> it was just like a Friday afternoon in Sydney, bumper to bumper traffic. And like, we were just running late. Yeah. Um, yep. So it was instantly a test, (laughs) Um, but we did all right in the end. Um, I had fun. I immediately knew. I was like, oh, I like you. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. Um, And yeah, we just like chatted the whole way there and all the way back. And so that was like a really nice sign for me. Um, I think at the time I'd been calling in a new group of people, new friends, new connections more in like the yoga space and it just felt like a little here it is from the universe Mm. like literally someone just jumping into my car um so yeah and you know we connected over our love of rest because that Mm -hmm. was what the retreat was um yeah and I I don't think we've stopped talking since no we've kind of stayed in touch (laughs) since and we just started hanging out and we made we put in the effort Mm. at the beginning to to see each other you know because it always takes that the when you meet someone you like kind of like oh got a bit of a crush on her yeah um you kind of have to reach out and be a bit vulnerable and put in the effort to kind of get through those first few hangouts meetings where you're getting to know each other you're getting to feel each other's vibe and energy i think like what, what we, we did. did i don't actually yeah. remember to be honest i'm like did we go to a yoga class or did we just get cough like a tea i don't yeah. know i remember i came to one of like your sound healing thing with oh, one of your friends yeah that i well. ran yeah that was really nice mm. um and yeah i don't remember the rest to be yeah. honest <laughs> we yeah. probably did go to a yoga class yeah or, that was really nice for coming to that yeah, and it was, so we just kind of made ourselves available. Yeah. You know, yeah. put the effort in, which I think is any relationship requires effort and in, in its seedling days, it requires Definitely. quite a bit of nurturing. And yeah. I think like we also bonded over the fact that um, we'd both been kind of calling in new people into our lives, mm. like in the, the way of friendship and kind of bonded over the idea of like, it is a little bit harder to make new friends as you get older as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, because maybe you already have like your core group and like um, you also know what you have space and capacity for. And yeah, sometimes like adding an extra person in can feel like work. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time to kind of connect. And like, I think we found each other at the right time. I think it was the right time yeah. and I'm at the right time and, um, yeah, in the same uh, place, like similar yeah. interests, yeah. similar experiences in life, just yeah. a really good meshing of like, yeah, 
conversation and sure. energy and all of and that yeah, stuff. As you said, you definitely have to put in that work at the yeah. beginning and make yourself vulnerable and open and available. Um, and it is kind of like, you know, starting a relationship because mm. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just different qualities to it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's us, like a a little background on us. And, yeah, we've done heaps of stuff together. Like we've been retreats. We've run our own workshops together. We obviously have the podcast Mm -hmm. now. Um, We've been on little holidays together too. And obviously our little tea catch-ups and yoga and all of that. So, yeah, it's a friendship I very much value. Yeah, it's really nice. Lots of yeah. there was a big chunk of Voxer time there uh, too. Yeah, I was gonna. Say. I think that was maybe through the lockdowns yeah. more. Like we did it constantly. We've kind of stopped it, I think, because mm. we've got this portal now. Yeah. Um, also, I'm just on my phone less. Yes, yeah, same. I think that's kind of it too. Um, but yeah, just a different way. But yeah, we yes. did a lot of voxering of just like venting, airing out, clearing out, talking out. Yeah, I life. think we did bond over that yeah. as well, um, being self-projected projectors. Yeah. And we were like, do you want to be my sounding board? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was really nice to just like test that out for ourselves yeah. and know that we had that safe space to to vent and yeah. experiment with our voices and like when we've worked together like collaborate in a collaborative creative way it's worked well yeah. um and so we've you know met each other in that in that realm of work and friendship really well which doesn't always work no. well but it's worked really well for us yeah. um just kind of our probably values and priorities in creating yeah. work and offerings and the way we work and I the way we communicate yeah I was gonna yeah. say the way we communicate is like we're clear on like what we can take on and what we can't yeah yeah um and we're pretty respectful of each other as well yeah. I think yeah. um like we don't push each other to be something we're not yeah um so yeah that's a little snippet into our relationship our friendship when um, was it like three years ago four years ago maybe it four was years pre-pandemic years. it was pre-pandemic so, so this might be three years yeah it's around that sort yeah. of mark yeah. yeah yeah that feels about right yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah cool yeah, um, pre-pandemic <laughs> yeah the joy um so yeah friendship so we're in our 30s mm-hmm. and friendship evolves. It's so interesting. You know, we've got many years ahead of us, hopefully, in life yes. <laughs> to just witness the evolution of friendship and how it transforms and changes and relationships and life. But yeah, it's just so interesting noticing just in the last 10 years how friendship has changed for me and the role it plays. And I definitely found myself in my 20s. I, w- I mean, I think most of us, we see our friends a lot. This was me anyway. I yeah. saw my friends a lot. It would be the same people. You'd be hanging out all the time. You'd want to be together all the time. There's a big chunk of time where I didn't have a partner. There's a big chunk of time where I lived abroad with my dearest friend. Um, and, you know, we were each other's partner and family yeah. for three years. I you have know? such a similar yeah. experience. Mm. Like I lived with one of my best friends overseas. Um, yeah. yeah, I also was like you know flat sharing yeah flat sharing yeah you know they they become your instant friends if you're lucky not always (laughs) (laughs) I had a very good experience in that regard um and yeah just like you know the people you surround yourself with are so like 
crucial to who you become mm-hmm. and yeah it it is such a I want to say like experimental time as mm-hmm. well like just like you're I at least I was like really open to mm-hmm. everyone everything mm-hmm. not that I'm closed off now but I think as I was saying like I don't have the energy to like be meeting like a hundred new people every week not that I was meeting that many but like I was definitely like engaging with more people when I was younger in that regard I'm still I'm definitely more protective of like if I'm hanging out with a group of friends that are old friends and then people want to bring someone new in I'm get a bit like oh I just want to hang out with my people yeah you know I just actually we don't see each other enough maybe we do but like I just want to enjoy the quality time yeah. together without having to throw in someone it's new because like, like, I'm not going to see that person I again. I always think of it like when I'm having like a dinner party or something, it's like who do you invite so that the energy is like not curated but like everyone meshes well mm. and like you know that the similar interests and like you're not going to have to like babysit people yeah. um, and – I think it can feel like that when new people enter. But I also think this is a very Sydney thing. Mm. Like, I think we all have these little groups. Yeah. And sometimes it can become, at least in my experience in my 20s, it was, like, very clicky. Mm. Like, it was hard to break into new groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if that resonates with other people. But, like, I definitely saw that less when I was, like, living in europe yeah definitely Um, everyone is available to everyone when when i was abroad i don't know if that's because everyone was a bit younger then yeah (laughs) and also living abroad so just open to everything because most of the people i but then like i would meet so many british people when i was living in england and you know vice versa so yeah it definitely was a more open culture and i do know other people that have traveled to sydney have even said it's hard to make friends in this city yeah um in their later 20s because I had a few friends that came yeah. back um, this way to hang out with me and live with me and do yeah. their Australian time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just interesting to notice that it can be, yeah, Sydney does have a, we can be a bit closed yes. to new people sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's something I've like noticed from, I think yeah. when I was like living out of home, as soon as I mm. moved out, I realized that like I could, always saw these like little circles of people yeah that's Um, interesting yeah it's a good Um, observation yeah and like it is what it is I um, do remember when I got back from abroad and lived in Sydney and for quite a few years I was actually still super open mm -hmm. which was lovely like I would invite everyone over to my home all the time and include everyone and be available to everyone and hang out with all these different groups of people and it was super fun but it took a lot of energy it definitely took a lot of energy um yeah, I was going to say something, but I've lost the thought. Yeah, a lot of energy. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think on that like little tether, I think friendships do take, you know, the energy and you have to put that kind of, you have to water the seed, you know, yeah. you can't just let it sit there yeah. and let it go. I think as well. And sometimes (laughs) we, I found over the years, sometimes I'll start to get resentful to friends who aren't watering the seed Mm. or showing up and feeding the relationship as well as I would like them to. And I have, I think it's good to have high expectations. We can, it's okay for us to have high expectations of our friends because that's just setting 
the standard for what we want and need in our lives, you know, Um, and like any relationship in your life, communication is key. And if that's not even from both ends, like the the balance, the scales are off, the give and receive, the give and take is is imbalanced. Mm-hmm. And then one person starts to feel one way and one person starts to feel another way. And I think when that starts to happen, it's just a sign and we can push and try. But I think it's like this letting go of like, okay, if I am not being met where I need to be met and this person isn't able to mature at my same rate and like communicate at my same rate that I need, maybe I just need to let it go and just see how it evolves. And maybe we'll meet again, but maybe for now I'm just not going to keep draining and trying, which can be really sad and really hard. But I think at the end of the day, like I remember listening to other, another conversation once on friendship and it's like, it is, communication in any relationship is is the key thing and if that's not happening like how is it going to flourish how are you going to nurture it I think I have like maybe different expectations Mm. um and I think I touched on this when we were just like about to press record but like a few of my friends have had children Mm. and those friendships have had to evolve quite a lot and I think maybe at first my expectations were a little bit too high and I know you said don't don't worry about having high expectations but their lives have evolved yeah sometimes um, we do need to review review what we're expecting from yeah people. and yeah. it just made me think like you know sometimes um we expect and I think this is something that can happen in like romantic relationships too where we want certain people to give us all of the things mm, yeah. and um I don't think we should put that pressure on people um, to satisfy all our needs um, because, you know, they're also navigating life and its intricacies. And, you know, I think obviously showing up with that communication piece is crucial. Um, But, yeah, just noticing sometimes how that friendship can evolve because life is evolving around them. And I know this to be true with one of my friends who I've known since I was, I don't even know, probably two. Like, I think she's more of a sister, really. Um, And we've had hard and open conversations about, like, her or myself not kind of showing up in the way that I needed her to show up and vice versa. Um, And I think that's what's kept our friendship alive Mm. because we can go months without talking to each other, but I, she's one of the rare friends that I actually speak to on the phone mm. because I don't get to see her very often. Um, so our phone time is like our connection time. Which is so nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so at first I was like, oh, I never see her. Like I, I would get annoyed, but then I realized that was her giving her time as well by like having these conversations and we speak like what I'm cooking or you know while she's driving and um they're good like long girly chats like we talk about everything and so you know for me that's I wouldn't give that up because like I love a chat as we all know um and so I get that from her you know and I don't get to see her all the time but when I do I know that it's okay as well and so it evolves because like I used to see her 
maybe once a week all the time um and you know now she lives further and it's okay because I still love her dearly and I really respect her life and what she's trying to create for herself as Mm. well and so that's probably an example and like a very lucky one I'd Mm. say as well because we are able to be so open and honest with each other But I think it's also because we've essentially grown up together. Yeah. So it is that more sister (laughs) relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. And that is the thing. Sometimes we need to navigate. Do I need to change my expectations or are my expectations fine? And actually this is not working out for me anymore. Yeah. It's like, which way does it go? Definitely. And I have definitely had friendships that have had to been let go. Like there are definitely people. And sometimes like letting it go just means that you just are not feeding it or putting energy into it you might still see each other but it's like you do your work on your end to be okay with mm. when you do see each other okay that's fine yeah the way it is now yeah. okay accepting this is the way it is yeah. now and I just adjust like how, how much I'm gonna give or receive in that and regard. sometimes like when we don't do that like in my experience yeah. I hold on to like a lot of resentment yeah definitely um takes a bit of work on yeah, our end and to it, be okay like, with it. It holds a lot of resentment of like, oh, this person isn't inviting me or this mm. person isn't showing up for me in this way. Okay, so that's not happening anymore. What do I need to do in order to feel okay about that and then, you know, understand the relationship for what it is now? Yeah. And I think... It's normal, I'd say, that relationships change and shift because yeah. we're constantly in this flux and change yeah. and evolution. and We can't expect people to say the same. Yeah, because, we can't. And, like, we might be changing and morphing in one way and others are changing and morphing in the other way and sometimes those changes are moving away from each yeah. other instead of toward each other. And I think, other. like, my best friendships, now that I think of it, is the ones that are there for me no matter like what change I'm going through like they just are like constantly supporting my evolution Mm. and they might not be available a hundred percent but they're supportive of my evolution yeah yeah Yeah, that's it um and something I learned a few years ago I remember it was when I I really used to put a lot of um value on my friendships for my happiness Mm. yeah like I really used to that used to feed my happiness and this was before I did my yoga teacher training or anything but I'd been practicing yoga for years so like I was living in the world I was living my life but just noticing how I used to almost latch onto external people in my life to give me happiness Mm. and then when I did my yoga teacher training I remember it was the last day on the bus back to the airport in Costa Rica I was just talking to one of the other girls I'd been studying with and we were just sharing what we'd learned most and talking about that and it was this sense of like happiness like noticing where was I always striving for happiness external and actually it's like finding that place of happiness within first Mm. and then friends just complimenting that yes you know it being but it really being like where am I trying to get that happiness from outside of me all the time and put that pressure almost on people and me then needing to me putting pressure on myself to then be needing to see that people to feel lit up and happy instead of working on it finding it for me and being happy with me and that was a huge shift for me because then I was able to let go of so much 
um, time and really calm down. That was the thing for me that really helped me to calm down because I wasn't always needing to go out and see people and do things and the FOMO (laughs) and just like give, 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 take, 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 not take, but like be in constant and energy exchange with others all the time, which is lovely. But for me, it was just not sustainable. Um, and just to also notice it was, there was a little bit of it coming from trying to like, this is what's making me happy. Can I, can I be happy in myself internally? And then, but for it to not be fed from friendship. Yeah, Yeah. Because it also like, it's, as you said, it's not sustainable when it's like being fed externally, like, you're always going to run on empty. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was, I was empty. And so once I did that, I was like, Oh, now I can calm down. Yeah. Cause now I'm not needing to empty myself out all the time by going out and socializing all the time. You're showing up full and then the friendship like adds to it. And so then it changed how I showed up massively and the amount of times I would see people and how long I would spend with people and how Mm. many activities I would put in my week. It literally transformed how I manage my whole energy. Yeah. Now that I kind of think and you share that, like I think yoga helped me in that regard as well, just mm. to kind of um, light and ignite that happiness with from within rather than external. And I think that is, it's that union, right? Like mm. you come back to yourself and you realize it all lives within you. Yeah. And I think friendship is such a magical Yeah addition to who it you is. can be yeah yeah it is so magical it's so fun yeah it's so fun and there are parts of me that grieve the the fun that I have had with friendships in the past mm. to now there is definitely some of that as well but I I don't know I think in part it is kind of the isolation of the few years but I also don't want to use that as an excuse all the time yeah I think as well it's but everyone's kind of in those few years of isolation gone on their own journeys yes. away from each other yeah. um, and very inward. And so to come back out is almost the process of, I think, last year and this year. I think it's like also we can't expect to go back to who we no. were. No, well, that's it. And so we're moving in a different direction. As and people are kind of coming yeah. back out, it's like everyone's kind of – Renavigating, yeah, and I think like you know, life evolves as I said, and I think can we meet each other along the way, yeah, in that evolution, yeah, um, and it it might not be like going out dancing anymore, mm. <laughs> but yeah. then you might find someone else who really enjoys that, and, and then boom, and then that's your you yeah. know. And you go to daytime yeah. alcohol-free raves because that's what you want to do. You don't want to be up at 3 a.m. in the club drinking. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your connection point, you know, the same mm. way that we connected over rest and yoga and business. Totally. And it's not to say that, like, the friends you have now are the only friends you will ever have. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, you touched on something earlier mm. around, like, um, when we were away from recording and I forget the term you used the sisterhood window yeah, piece. Yeah. yeah I think that's really interesting to touch on yeah so this is a concept to be honest that I didn't know of until I was inside a container with all women last year and it kept being brought up and I was like sisterhood wounding sisterhood wounding what what is this like trying to get my head around it and it was being brought up because we we're in a like four-person container 
where we're sharing the depths of our lives, the ins and outs, the inner workings of our mind, like trying to be as vulnerable and raw with each other as possible. And what I've come to learn about this time was like, it's like in the past, we might've had friendships or relationships with other women or sisters even that have, but like our women sisters or even our actual sisters that have like impacted the way or closed off parts of us or wronged or judged parts of us that then we feel want too afraid to share in those kind of containers with other women because maybe we've done it in the past and it's been received a certain way and we haven't we felt hurt afterward or it's caused harm and so now we won't show that and to even like go back and rewind and be like oh what parts of myself have been affected by that and and how and how, how has that changed the way I show up with all women and then with particular women you know I um when you shared it the first time I think I said like going to an all girls high school yes um this is a period of my life where like the groups of friends that I had were very now that I look back on it like very dominating and a bit toxic and you know it's like it what you see in the movies like it's not a lie yeah (laughs) um it did and I fell into my place of like quiet Mm -hmm. and studious and follower um which I don't think I am I'm I'm soft though I'm a soft person but every now and again I can be like fiery and like you know have my opinions and yeah whatnot um but I don't think I had that when I was at school like Mm. I felt very much like following the leader if you will there's a lot of insecurity in school yeah I mean that (laughs) yeah add that on top and it's like but I definitely think like when you said that I I struggled with that for Mm. a really long time like the wounds that were left from that time yeah um in my friendships and just like the connections that I made moving forward around trusting and making sure I was being heard so at times maybe I would come off a little too dominant Mm. um and just these these words that we use with women as well like bitchy and you know um I don't know what are the other ones that we controlling controlling bossy crazy yeah all those things that you know we say to each other that don't really yeah these are wounds that are like general like they're generational now um and there's another word that used to really i can't remember what it was though but like i mean lazy always gets me too yeah but that's just like the lack of confidence or not wanting to be like a daredevil in certain things you know high school Mm. there's always those tests of like are you gonna do it like something naughty and then if you don't want to it's like oh you're a whatever I can't think of the word but like you know yeah Um, but yeah so like and then how that then that choice of behavior or that decision you made then and if it how it was received affects you forever really yeah and then to catch it and be like oh unravel that yeah and then I think in uni like I definitely made friends yes but I didn't make that many friends in Sydney. Mm. It was only when I went away on exchange that I was like, I had this freedom again mm. to just be who I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and it was almost like a, I pressed a restart button and I just was like, 
yeah like those wounds almost like started to heal and I didn't have the expectation of Sydney around me yeah yeah I don't know it's weird but um obviously like living out of home for the first time and exploring who I was and all of that fun stuff but we had the best group of friends then it was just like every night we'd like cook dinner for each other and like it was one of the best times like I think back on it with a big smile like and I still talk to some of those girls and some of them are like my closest friends and yeah those friendships have evolved too um yeah I don't know it's just like I think we're just so lucky to encounter these people along the way yeah that's how I see it (laughs) yeah it's such an interesting one yeah and it's just interesting to notice that in myself like oh okay where is this wounding and just Mm. just becoming a little bit more aware of oh okay yeah I see it there I see it there and just noticing how there are parts of me that are wounded from sometimes it's from particular people or sometimes it's more of a just whole concept um or like behavior but it's just like oh okay cool yeah something that just popped into my head as well as you were speaking is like the way my mother modeled female friendships Mm. was really powerful I'd say yeah like we call them the dias the aunties and you know they just flocked together (laughs) and you know made the salads and organized everything like you know the the groups of women that just so powerful and so Mm. strong and um I think I've just like seen that my whole life Mm. like this group of women that are there for each other yeah um and you know those friendships have evolved as well over time but it's just really interesting to think about the evolution of that um and how then that influences who I've become and how Mm. I hold friendships with women in high regard and sometimes like wanting to recreate that yes feeling and that sensation I don't think I ever will because it was just product of the moment yeah Yeah. exactly um but it is really nice to notice and just think about how that has influenced me as well yeah it is yeah and I know that that particular group of humans is like and I hear this over and over from people who come externally into this nucleus that we have created like they're like wow this Mm. is so special like you Mm. have such like it's a family but like we're not family at all you know that's really nice yeah it's just it's really special um so I would say that is a big influence in Mm. how I see the world and the women yeah yeah as well beautiful yeah (laughs) do we have anything else to say I feel like Um, I could talk forever but also I'm just conscious of time yeah I think one thing I did write Mm. and maybe it's just like a nice piece to end on and Mm. somebody said this to me yesterday um was just about how friendships and relationships are like rivers Mm. and sometimes they flow side by side not really meeting and sometimes they converge yeah and I think it is like that a little bit like this friendship and relationships in general 
just the flow that exists within them. Sometimes yeah. there's a little rock that kind of views yeah. it off the path. Sometimes there's just, you know, thunderous flow and yeah. you're in each other's lives like no other. Yeah. And sometimes there are those moments where you're like, I can't be around this person. And sometimes you do, they don't meet again. Yeah. Um, but every now and again, if you're lucky, they will converge again. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they just drop off into a waterfall and yeah. they're gone like that, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. Out into the ocean. I do think, though, the people that are in your life that you call your friends, there is there is a effort that you put in and that they put in. And once that effort is, um, yeah, unequal, that's when the, the river starts to move differently or you start to feel differently and it starts to evolve. Um, but yeah, I think like just like if you have a partner, you have to put effort into that relationship. If you want really good, loving, quality friendships, the same yeah. is required. You um, have to show up yeah. equally. Maybe not all the time, no. but you know, knowing, having that sensation that you can call upon that person yeah. if you need. But they're not going to just ghost you or flake on you yeah. every single time. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, do I want to be treated that way? Yeah. If it's happened 10 times, and do I a, still want to keep being yeah, treated it that is way? a good point to understand like what friendship, which friends give you what yes. as well. Yeah, that was something you touched on before. It's like, where are we expecting one person to give us everything? Where are we expecting our partner to be everything for us? Because they can't be. Yeah. Like, where are we expecting one friend to give everything for us? Like, they can't be. Like, we need different people in our lives yeah. to feed the different parts of ourselves and yeah. fill our soul yeah. you know and meet all the sides of us and that's why we have different friends for that we do different things with and we meet at different points and sometimes we bring them all together at a birthday party and, and it's, it's an interesting awkward <laughs> um and but they're yeah. like and you feel exposed because yeah. they're like oh my gosh people are seeing all the sides yeah. of me in one room <laughs> and sometimes you might have had a group that no longer is a group and it's you know um, it dissolves or um, changes into one-on-one and sometimes one-on-one becomes three it's just yeah, yeah it's just nice to everything is yeah it can be like that drop yeah. off and yeah, yeah I think it, it it does feel very watery in that regard yeah the one thing I think though sometimes we get to a point that we're like mm, I'm calling in a new friend to like write your manifest your friend right mm. to fill a part of you that is now new or that you need met because it's not being met and that can feel really tricky and I know when I when I do this it's like because we can feel lonely mm. I've noticed this of the last kind of month there's like this sense of a lot of women in my life feeling lonely yeah like this sense of loneliness I have felt it and it's so we're all out there feeling lonely but how do we meet you know, mm. and like, how do we call in this new friend? And are we really, are we saying we're open to it, but are we really open and available to it? And yeah, I don't know if I have a practical thing because I'm still <laughs> navigating that, but it can be quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, I think like, I think that's the crux of like manifestation as mm. well. Like sometimes you have to dig a little bit deeper into the, the gunk mm. and kind of clear that out. Yeah. in order to really make space for the new yeah um so it might just be like it almost feels like digging deeper into that loneliness mm. is maybe what like as you said that it's like that feels like the gunk yeah 
like why are you feeling so lonely yeah and like why are we feeling so lonely yeah. I add myself to this group I think as well it's <laughs> I think as we said it's like many of us have had friends for you know since we we're 18 or since we we're 24 or whatever and maybe those friendships aren't fulfilling us in all the ways that they used to and so it's like there's this mm. now this space this gaping hole yeah. this void of like oh that that needs and that needs some love and attention that it's it used to get from here but it now doesn't because I'm a different person yeah I think yeah. it's interesting and I mean this is a whole other topic but like you know as women we are evolving as well Mm. like we're not all having children Mm. we're not all um staying home we're not you know and so there's this evolution of who we are as women as well as a collective yeah yeah and um i think that evolves then who we have in our lives Mm. and friendships Mm. um yeah i mean that is a whole nother subject but i think there's there's that that feels like the hole sometimes yeah not to say like children don't feel holes or anything like that but yeah I think there is a quality of that like we're all evolving a little bit at the moment in our choices and and maybe as we get older you also start to notice that yeah um but I, I think something I said at the beginning was like as I get older I'm also less worried yeah about friendship I don't know like maybe that's just like the the comfort I've been granted but um it might not be true for everyone um but I definitely feel less anxious than when I was in my 20s about it I think so and I think it depends on like if you have a partner or not as well changes how you you know engage with your friends as well and I do wonder this could be a controversial point but it's been on my mind for a bit but if women get to this point and there is these gaping holes of loneliness in their lives and a baby feels like the easy way to fill that. Mm. I feel like there, I don't think this is the, the reason for everyone, but I feel like in some situations, could that be why people are like, I want to have a kid now. Oh, absolutely. And I really think it, it feels true. You yeah. Know? And it's like, wouldn't it be more of a, whole like whole life to bring a kid into the world where you tend to all your need like you make sure you're feeling good first before you just fill a hole with bringing in this new yeah. like such an interesting one isn't yeah. it yeah I mean yeah. that yeah. is like yeah it's such a big topic it's big and like it's one that's a bit too tender for me yes um yeah and it's not a it's not a attack at anyone oh, it's no. just something societally <laughs> looking yeah, it's, that it's I do notice it. and yeah. I think it's definitely something I've noticed as well like when you get to that I mean I'm about to turn 34 in April so it's that point in your 30s where people are definitely having kids Mm. uh, on their second or third um, and as a woman you start to think is this something that I want as well yeah totally because you do have your clock yeah the biology only goes so far as well um there's yeah. many factors there's that, that feed the decision it yeah. also i think is a quality of like do i want to join that friendship group mm. like there is do i want to be part of that group yeah 
do I want to have? Because do, do I feel like I'm missing out if yeah. I'm not? Yeah, I definitely don't get invited to things when it's, it's all kids. It's things about the kids. Yeah, and I'm just like oh, I want to be involved. Yeah, I would like I'm a fun auntie. So it's almost <laughs> it's a FOMO, just another we have yeah. FOMO over everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I I sometimes find that I'm like, like and it does open a new community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It opens a new way of connecting and uh, having a shared connection with people too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's been my observation. Yeah. Um, I definitely have, you know, done a lot of work around this. Yeah. Um, but it is something that I've noticed within, like, my own needs and desires around that whole, in particular, that, yeah. that topic um, as to whether... It needs to be filled in order to be part of the group again. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep. Yeah. I think we finish here. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you everyone so much yeah. for joining us. This is our second last yeah. episode. So we've got 10 episodes in season one. So we'll see you in two weeks and then we're going to take a little bit of a break. We will tell you how long of a break next. Yes. TBC. Next fortnight. <laughs> um, but have a beautiful week. Chat soon. Bye.